0: Checking one and two and three and four. Dude, we're at episode 98 of The Brent Pella Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new week, a new vibe. I just got home from a two week road trip, so I'm exhausted. I'm very excited to hibernate for the nights before uh, releasing a new video tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, but first things first, I got new tour dates coming up. What do we got? We got a bunch of new stuff coming up that I'm not ready for because I didn't have it pulled up. But I know that this coming weekend, I'll be in Timonium, Maryland. Timonium, Maryland. Never thought I would say that sentence out loud, that I will be in Timonium, Maryland. This coming weekend, that's February 3rd through 5th. Um, After that, at the end of February, uh, Brea, California, SoCal, baby, at the Brea Improv. I'm headlining on February 24th, and then I'm off to Greenville, South Carolina to do the Comedy Zone, February 25th through 27th. Uh, after that in March, Greensboro, North Carolina, doing all the Carolinas this year, um, at the comedy zone there, March 11th through 13th, those shows in Huntsville and Nashville got rescheduled for May 11th and 12th. I had some personal vibes going on that I had to go take care of and show my love for. So, uh, we moved those to May, uh, come out to those in May. If you're Huntsville, Nashville fam, come, come kick it. And I get asked this sometimes on, on DMs and whatnot, but I thought it was pretty clear. I'm not doing any. Uh, shows that uh, at venues that have vaccine mandates right now. I've I've gotten a couple uh, questions recently. I did one uh, in San Francisco um, last summer and it just felt weird. And I'll keep talking about that after I do the ad read this week's episode. Don't skip it. Don't you dare skip it. Is brought to you by Masszymes from Bioptimizers, my favorite digestive supplement. I say it every week. I'm going to keep saying it every week because Masszymes helps me digest food. It helps me absorb protein, break down starches and fats in your body that sometimes your body can't do uh, the best job at, but that's what uh, 11 different enzymes are for, which are within this product. Um, More than 11 enzymes. Help break down proteins. Yeah, this is great, dude. Masszymes.com slash brent is the website masszymes.com slash Brent uh, for a hell of a discount, man, and get started breaking down all the nutrients that your body needs to perform better and optimize your health. Also brought to you by Athletic Greens, another great health supplement that I recently started. Um, One scoop of this powder, which is green. Here, I'll show it to you if you're watching. On the tube you can see it kind of floating out of the canister there um, one scoop in a tall glass of water as soon as I wake up every day it's got a whole bunch of awesome vitamins minerals adaptogens uh, and other great things that make me feel amazing as soon as I wake up um, I feel like my energy is kickstarted. I've gotten a boost and I just feel very very good um, Athletic green, it dep- you know, whatever your your health goal is for this year, there's a million products on the market that could likely help you. Both of these have helped me in tremendous ways. Mass Times I've been using for a couple of years. Athletic greens I tried for the first time um, a few months ago. And, you know, it's, a, it's also a great way to just have uh, a morning routine and get your day started right. They will also send you one free year supply of vitamin D, and five travel packs of Athletic Greens that you can bring with you on the road and protect you from um, all the new variants that are coming out. That's not a promise. I'm not allowed to legally say that's a promise, but, you know, athleticgreens.com slash Brent Pella. Okay. No, I've gotten questions recently about the um, venues that I'm performing at. People have said, like, oh, dude, what about the mandates? Like, mandates. Hey, man, you know your city better than I do. You know what I mean? If you live in 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 Timonium, Maryland, you know what's going on there better than I do. All right, but I it's pretty clear with the folks I work with and uh, the team that I have that I'm not doing um, headline weekends or headline shows at clubs that have a vaccine mandate. I don't uh, I don't support that for this particular uh, vaccine. I don't support mandates like this in general. Um, but this one in particular just doesn't feel right to me. Uh and you know, it's not a big stand. It's not, I'm not changing the world, but um I did the show in San Francisco last summer, in summer of twenty twenty-one, and I had a I had like I don't know, fifty or sixty people showed up on a Sunday, which was cool, but it would have been well over a hundred if it wasn't segregated based on who chose to do what with their body for a virus that affects many different people differently, right? Um, so that's my take on it. All right. So hopefully that answers DMs. I don't really give a fuck if you support mandates or not. I just don't. Okay. Everybody's entitled to their own dumb opinions or smart opinions, depending on who you are. Um, speaking of opinions, dude, new video out today. Uh, <laughs> I had this one in the tank for a while, Back the past couple months I've been trying to work on it. Um, it was originally called uh, the fear salesman. And it was just about a guy that goes door to door selling fear to people. But I ended up Um, kind of uh, elaborating it into and evolving it into something new that I really enjoy. This is fun. This was a fun one, dude. I feel like I'm hitting the little groove, making fun of these fucks that keep trying to make us scared all the time, you know? And I was talking to uh, my good brother, JP Sears, who I was in Lexington, Kentucky with this past weekend. Shout out to Lexington. Your grass isn't blue, so I feel lied to, but I was with him this past weekend and I was like, man, you know, I keep having these ideas that kind of go at uh, the media or like go at politicians that I think are just like fear-mongering pieces of shit. And I feel like I'm just hitting the nail on the head over and over again. Like I'm doing kind of a a similar beat over and over again. And he was like, man, if it needs to be said, it needs to be said. And it will never get old as long as what they're doing continues to happen. And um, that's a great framework to work within, I think, for me personally. So you know, stuff like that. I'm just gonna keep making it in different ways. And, um, it's, it's helping me kind of evolve my perspective on things too. Once you start to recognize the way that media and people in, in, in culture are, uh, twisting and turning headlines and, and, and things that are trending in a way to make you scared in a way that that's really the basis of it, dude, you know, they're not like entering the newsroom every day. Like, how do we make people scared? Maybe some of them are. But I I think that they're entering the newsroom where they're seeing these reports given to them and they're twisting the headlines and changing them to make them more attention grabbing. And they know that the best way to make to grab somebody's attention is going to be through the mechanism of fear and anger um, because it gets an immediate reaction and immediate clickbait and then their sponsors uh, and ad folks are happier. And that's a bummer. I don't like that. So I don't support that. So I make fun of it instead, because at the end of the day, you got to choose to laugh, baby. Um, I had some great shows this past week, dude, Arkansas. What happens in Arkansas? What, like what? I'm just curious, like what goes on there? You know what I mean? Like what? Like, okay. So Arkansas, you're going to tell me Arkansas is a state in America, right? Uh, friendly people, Never had a bad experience in Arkansas. Just kind of curious, like, what goes on there, you know? Besides it being the setting for every true crime documentary ever made, um, I'm just curious, like, what the industry... Is, it the, is, is, the, is the main industry in Arkansas, like, dead trees? Is the main industry in Arkansas rolling hills of dirt? Like, what is being manufactured in Arkansas, uh, you know, besides, like glass eyes and hooks for hands. You know what I mean? Like what else goes on there? Huh? What happened? I want to know what the energy of Arkansas is because it baffles me. I was there for two days and it just, there was something, I don't know, maybe maybe it's the little California bitch in me. I don't know. Maybe that's it. But, uh, went to Arkansas, had a really fun time at the college that I performed at, um, central Arkansas university. Shout out to your mascot, which I forget. And I went to Waffle House, dude, I got, I I went to Waffle House, Uh, Waffle House, I've only been to, I think maybe once before, if ever, maybe this was my first time dude, Waffle House, the stuff that you hear about Waffle House when you're in, when you're from California, like you don't think it's real. You think like, oh, that's just for fun. Like there's no way, you know, somebody actually gave birth at a Waffle House booth. (laughs) There's no way. There's no way, dude. There's no way. There's no way, you know, the chef was literally cooking crack while flipping burgers at the same time and got caught. There's no way, dude. That doesn't happen. No way, man. No way, dude. That's fake, dude. Uh, But I believe it all. I believe everything that happened that has ever happened at waffle. Waffle house is like, um, it's like the Florida of fast food chains. You know, the, the news articles about Florida man and crazy stuff always happening with somebody in Florida. Crazy shit always happens in a waffle house. I walk into this waffle house and the, um, the host is 1130 at night. Okay. And the host is talking to the sh- the cook. She's like, and she's got this thick drawl accent. She's like, "Yeah, nah, nah, that's what I told her. I said, you know, if Kenny don't shut his mouth, then I'm gonna have to go to the hospital and cut off his other leg." Excuse me. That that's what we're doing at Waffle House. Also, um, she had uh one eye, um, which is fine. Uh, you know, no, I'm no shaming anybody who has handicaps. But I find it interesting that uh, the uh, chef had one hand, um, and it just kind of made me wonder uh, if everybody that works at Waffle House just kind of adds up to one person. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man, what a wild time! Waffle House, dude, crazy, disgusting, but disgustingly good. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't eat like that ever. But it was the middle of Fucktown, Arkansas, and it was eleven thirty p.m. Um, by the time I got back over to my hotel, it was either that or a gas station. I think that probably had a bunch of like nuts and gum. Um, and I went with waffle house, went with the house of waff mistake. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, but it was just, uh, it was just a strange time, dude. And then flying out of Arkansas, we, why do, do airlines, are airlines just getting worse? How do airlines just keep getting worse? worse dude like they're not getting better i we were uh delayed for 2 hours um because the plane didn't have a uh, a gate like the previous flight was delayed and they tried to change our gate but there was no open gate and i was looking around and i saw like five gates that were all open but they couldn't use those gates for some reason and and then and then we're on the plane everybody boarded they closed the door and the captain said, "Hey, we gotta wait another uh, 35 minutes uh, because the uh, wind in Houston just changed directions. So now we gotta we're gonna be flying in against the wind, so we're gonna need to top off the tank with a little more gas. We're gonna need to fill up the tank." I was like, "Excuse me, you're telling me we're about to take off without a full tank of gas, dude? What?" And I get it. I get it. I get it. Weight weight management all good, dude. Fill the tank with just as much as you need, but you got to understand how uh, it feels when you're told as a passenger that the plane needs more gas. Um, And then it never takes as long as the captain says it. What didn't take 30, 35 minutes, an hour and a half, dude, an hour and a half to fill the tank with gas. And then there's always the paperwork shit. And it's just, it's absurd, dude. Airlines are just getting worse and worse, but, um, it was a it was a really fun road trip, man. Everybody that came out had a great time, I hope. And I had a blast, dude. Houston was phenomenal. Houston was so dope. hundred people in the house on a Thursday. That's pretty cool. That's a great start to uh uh you know, working our way into a weekend there. Hopefully next time I come back to Houston. Um, we did Houston and then Austin, uh, four shows and two nights. That was crazy. San Antonio Sunday after that. Um it was a great Texas run, dude. Texas is fucking awesome. Texas is so fun. It's really, really cool. The show in San Antonio was a little dead because it was playoff Sunday, and all, all the people that came out, I don't think were very <laughs> big football fans. Um, but it was still a blast, man. And it's just fun being able to like run this full show and and grow the full live show because it's much different than anything you see in videos. And it's way different than any typical standup hour. Cause it's not a standup hour. It's not, there's music, there's media, there's graphics, there's lights, there's, uh, characters, there's impressions. And I'm trying to figure out a flow to make it kind of gel together a little more cohesively. But for the folks who have seen it recently, um, it's fucking fun, dude. This is so fun. I'm having such a good time. And if you guys can make it out to a show, I would love to see you there. I think, um, you'll have a great time too. And, and, You'll be part of the journey. You know what I mean. You'll be part of the journey. Uh, and then we were off to Kentucky. Kentucky was cool. It snowed in Kentucky, which was weird and unexpected. Um, went through Missy's pies, dude. I walked into this place called Missy's pies. So I do a thing on the road where I try to find like the best local like sweet shop, whether it's candy or cookies or like baked goods or something like that. Um, something local and delicious, so I can support the local town and feed my never ending sweet tooth. That's going to kill me one day. And this place called Missy's pies in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, I walk in, I get two pieces of pie, $7 each little pricey for Kentucky, but the pie was a quarter of a pie. The pieces were a quarter of a pie, literally a quarter of a pie. Um, and I asked the guy, I was like, Hey man, how many, how many pies do you make here? You think you guys make over a hundred pies a week? And he started laughing, started laughing. There's all, there were old couple, older couple, you know, um, and they had that like Southern, like belly laugh. You know what I mean? Just this older black couple. And they were like, <laughs> son, they had that like Southern drawl, you know? Um, and he was like, man, we make over a hundred a day. I was like, what? He said, we make up to what, what'd you think, babe? And she was like 150 a day. Easy. I was like 150 pies a day. If a slice costs $7, a pie is going to cost upwards of 20. They're making over a hundred day. 20 times a hundred is $2,000 a day, right? Did I do that right? Or is that two, two, did I do that right? 20 times a hundred. Yeah. That's $2,000, a hundred pies. So $2,000 a day, let's say they're only open five days a week. Okay. That's 10 K a week. That's 40 K a month let's round up to 50k for events and and others they probably do over 100 50k a month dude they're pulling in half a million a year they didn't need my help <laughs> that was crazy um but delicious definitely recommend going there and then i found a fun bookshop, dude found some new books oh i got to review my books from this past month the myth of sisyphus um really good really thick really hard to read uh, recommend it, and then watch some YouTube videos about it. Picked up some new books for next month. Einstein for Beginners, because I'm going through an Einstein phase, and Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson. Uh, saw the movie a long time ago, and um, stoked to read the book. Haven't read the book, so that's it. Book report done. Dude, what's up with the pregnant man emoji? What are we doing? What are we doing about this? Is this real, or was this, is this a guy that just had too much chicken and waffles? Is this a real, is this, is, is, is this Apple saying, Hey, men can be pregnant or is this Apple saying, Hey, here's an emoji for when m- men are so full of food, they feel pregnant. You know, like what are we doing? Men can't get pregnant. Am I wrong about this? Have I missed something? That seems like a very strange emoji to put out. You know what I mean? Um, like a non-binary emoji. I wouldn't, who cares? That's great. Yeah, for sure. That's representation. But who are you representing when you put out a pregnant man? Because men don't get pregnant. What am I missing here? Crazy town. We're living in clown world, dude. This is crazy town clown world, dude. Crazy town, crazy town clown world, dude crazy town clown world. You want another example of crazy town clown world? I saw, I keep seeing fucking Fauci, the CDC, this uh, other epidemiologist, which I'm going to quote right now. So I don't just sound like I'm talking out of my ass, uh, said, we're all going to get it. We're all going to get it. Here it is. There's probably, here's the quote quote. There's probably always a level of exposure to the virus that could overcome the level of immunity you have. Says Dr. Rachel Presti, an infectious disease researcher at the Washington University School of Medicine. So, regardless of the level of immunity you have, there is always exposure to the virus that could overcome that. Okay? Always. So, why the fuck do we still have six feet away stickers on the ground all over this country? Why? Why are we still wearing masks at Whole Foods, dude? We're two years into a pandemic that for all intents and purposes, a majority of the country is done with every majority of states are completely back to normal. More states than not are completely back to normal. And people just want to hang on to it, dude. Like it's their whole fucking identity. People scroll through Twitter every day, just looking for something to argue about on, on all different sides, dude on all different sides. And, but with this, And the CDC saying pretty much everybody's getting, or who was it? Fauci said uh, you can expect to catch COVID at some point. Um, how How does that not mean it's endemic by now? I'm not a fucking epidemiologist. I don't know what I'm talking about. But my question is, why does that not mean it's endemic now and we should look out for ourselves and go back to life, dude, and stop trying to rationalize wearing two masks outside when you're walking around alone, which I keep seeing in LA. Of course, LA is a fallen city, but, um, like, it's just, it's just so weird. It doesn't make any sense. And then this other one from time, uh, on Twitter said COVID questions. I'm vaccinated, boosted and had COVID-19. Can I go back to normal now? Here's another example of the media telling you what to do. This is, this is not something that I think should be sh- This is a shitty article. First off vaccinated, boosted and had COVID-19, which implies that you have the antibodies The create. And I tw- I retweeted that. And I said, the craziest thing is that people who meet all of these criteria are still the most likely to live in fear and succumb to media propaganda. Y'all need to watch Fantasia and eat some CBD gummies. It's time to chill the fuck out, which is probably the best medical advice you're going to get is that you need to eat some CBD gummies and watch the Disney classic Fantasia, um, because that's the only way that you can do a good thing for your mental health. Now that you've followed every single step that Lord Fauci has told you to take, um, you know, and I don't like (sighs) the people who have done all of those things are the loudest and the most fucking annoying dude. And they're the most scared, which is the saddest part. Because if you've done all of those things, and I have some close friends and family who have done all of those things. And uh, I'm happy to say that most of the people I know are not super crazy, but I do have a bunch of friends who are vax boosted and wear masks as soon as they fucking step outside of their car. You know what I mean? And I see that whenever I see these specific friends I'm talking about. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? what are you doing? When is this over for you? Like when that's the mass psychosis, I think that a lot of people have been talking about is that people are so wrapped up in the fear that they've been conditioned to have regarding, uh, being told that they're going to catch COVID and give COVID to somebody as soon as they breathe, Within a couple feet of that person, regardless of any precautionary steps that they or the other person have taken, and so my question is, when does that end? Or is that your new life forever? Does, is that your new life forever? Like, when does that? Are we gonna forever do this for the whatever it is, less than one percent of people who can't get vaccinated and are immunocompromised, or at what point? do we put the burden of responsibility on those people more than the rest of the population so that we are not expected to wear masks at the airport forever that's my que- that's simply a question simply a question and as soon as you ask that question you sound like a complete asshole i know that and that's fucking risk i guess or a sacrifice i'll sacrifice looking like an asshole to ask that question i haven't found anybody that can answer that question and i've asked many random fucking doctors who have DM'd me after seeing my videos. I've asked friends who are super far left, other friends that are on the right. And, uh, you know, the friends on the right say, well, you know, that's, they're going to do that shit forever, but I'm over it, dude, I'm done. I'm trying to live my life. And that's kind of where I land on this. And all the friends on the left are like, dude, this isn't forever. It's not forever, dude. Okay. It's just until we hit like a point where it's safe. Or they give me like a, it's just until we hit herd immunity. And it's like, dude, we've reached everybody's goal of herd immunity. Every single definition, the more that they change it, we always catch up to it and we always hit it. Every definition of herd immunity. Okay. Now herd immunity seems to be a hundred percent vaccinated. That's just never going to happen. I need to stop ranting about COVID. I need to stop ranting about it, but it's true, dude. And so anyways, I brought this up because I retweeted that I posted it on my Instagram story and this girl that I went to high school with DM'd me immediately. And she was like, are you fucking serious, Brent? I've seen people die in hospital beds with COVID. It's not a fucking joke. You should use your platform a little more responsibly. And I was like, yo, first off, uh, nothing I said makes COVID a joke. I don't think COVID is a joke. Not saying that, okay? That's A. So you're wrong. Boom, you're wrong. Right there. COVID is not a joke. Didn't say it was. Don't think it is. Boom, you're wrong, okay? That's point number one. And then I said point number two, Um, I have the deepest empathy for anybody that has suffered from COVID. I have family who has suffered from COVID. I have family and friends who have passed away from COVID. Okay. So I have empathy. You're not going to find empathy in a fucking tweet telling people to eat CBD gummies. Okay. Just doesn't fit into the 140 character model that Twitter allows you to tweet. All right. So if you're looking for empathy in a tweet, you're not going to find it. Uh, C, um, Don't ever tell me how to use my platform, dude. That's the dumbest shit. Anybody that tells you how to use your platform is a fucking idiot, okay? Don't, that's just so, it's so stupid. Build your own platform and use it yourself, especially me. I don't use my platform for bad shit. I use my platform to say the fucking things that are on my mind. You know what I mean? I'm not bringing on... Uh, some crazy conspiracy theorist who's telling you to drink colloidal silver every morning when you wake up and snort raccoon repellent so that you'll never have allergies again. Okay. I'm not doing that. If I was, it'd be a danger to society. Instead, I'm telling people who are triple vaxxed and boosted and have the antibodies that are wondering if they can go outside. Still, I'm telling those people to eat some CBD gummies and watch Fantasia and chill the fuck out. Okay. And that's what this girl needs to do. All right. (sighs) Like that's the, that's the mass psychosis thing is when you immediately, as soon as somebody talks about COVID and you immediately jump into a defensive mode and, 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 uh, try to, um, attack them for seemingly thinking COVID is a joke, saying COVID is a joke, downplaying COVID, um, that the mass psychosis kicks in and they feel this need to become defensive, to defend their territory of no COVID is serious and it's going to kill everybody and everybody is on the same page with COVID. It can affect everybody the exact same way. Scientifically not true. Okay. That's where I think the mass psychosis comes in. Um, and mass psychosis is now also becoming one of those terms where it's like, it's becoming politicized and, and pretty soon it's going to be another one of those like, uh, phrases that doesn't mean anything I'm sure. Um, but it is real, you know, it's most prevalent in North Korea. Everybody there, that's really sad. Uh, Russia too, I guess. I don't know. I don't know enough about global politics to comment more on that shit, but that's where I see it. Um, all right, moving out of that, uh, shout out to Canadian truckers. Y'all are dope as fuck. Um, being anti-mandate does not mean you're anti-vax, no matter how many times they try to change the definition. I really wanted to say that because I said it before and I'll say it again. Um, mandates are the mandate for the COVID vaccine is bullshit and I don't support it at all. And that doesn't mean I'm anti-vax. I think um, the vaccine is an incredibly useful tool to fight COVID and protect yourself. Uh, I'll never condemn or compel anybody to get or not to get it. That's not my purpose in life. Um, But I sure as shit don't support a mandate. And I think the science backs up the positive effect that the vaccine has had for a vast majority of people. There you go. Okay this show is not brought to you by Pfizer because Pfizer is a bullshit fucking company and fuck Pfizer. All right. Um, so, you know, some of you guys might think I'm all over Some of you guys probably thought I was going full blown fucking mainstream. Oh shit. George Soros is sponsoring this podcast. Nah, dude. Fuck George Soros. Fuck Pfizer. Um, but I do believe in science. I also believe in Canadian truckers. They're pretty dope. Um, and let's end it with this dude. Is Tom Brady retiring? Is he retiring? We don't know. We don't know if Tom Brady's retiring because he hasn't said so yet. I hate when they leak that shit, man. I don't like that. Let the player say it first. Why are you leaking shit? Hasn't he done enough for the sport so you could give him the respect of choosing when and how to announce his own retirement? And all these all these outlets, Barstool, Adam Schefter, fucking ESPN, all these places, uh, even the NFL said tweeted something and it's like dude he hasn't spoken yet give the man the respect he has earned and he deserves to do it how he wants to do it um but man if he did retire dude tom brady retiring is um the end of one of the greatest sports careers easily i think the greatest football career of all time of all time Uh, I feel super lucky, super blessed to have been born into a Patriots family. Everybody in my family is from the East coast. My grandfather took me to Patriots games when uh, I was a kid or Patriots training camps when I was a kid. And, uh, I have an autograph on my wall that I dug up in my mom's closet from Brady's rookie year. He signed one of the brochures at training camp for me. And I also have the picture of it somewhere. I got to find that picture. But, um, yeah, dude, it's, uh, incredible. I love the guy. Got a major, got a major, um, respect for Tom Brady. Uh, you know, something, something insane lives inside that man, just the same way it lives inside Kobe, Jordan, all these dudes, they got some crazy shit in inside them, um, it's probably all of his avocado ice cream that he eats. Have you ever seen Tom Brady's diet? It's fucking absurd. He only eats avocado ice cream when he wants sweets. All right, we're going to wrap it up there because my voice hurts and I'm exhausted. Guys, go to masszymes.com Brent. Athletic Greens, highly recommend athleticgreens.com slash Brent Pella. With your first order, they will give you a year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs that you can bring on the road. Uh, Masszymes will also hook you up with a discount. These are two incredible products, different uh, in their own way and similar in the sense that they help your body uh, achieve your optimal level of health. Hey man, come see a show. Brent slash shows for tickets and, uh, and info. And, uh, Hey man, I love you guys. Okay. Lots of fun stuff coming this year. Very excited for the spring, huge things coming this spring. All right. And you guys will know about it here first, probably in late March, early April, something like that. So stay tuned. I appreciate you guys go tell someone you love them and drink a lot of water. Okay. bye Bye